Today's show is brought to you by Lightning Pod. If you have a podcast, you know that it's a lot of work. But Lightning Pod can help. We've been working with their founder, Eric Johnson, for more than a year now, and he's really helped us take the Smart Home Show to the next level. So if you're starting a new podcast or you want to make your existing podcast better, you should get in touch with Eric. Learn more at lightningpod.fm. Bluetooth 5 is here. Amazon can now dash and go. And a conversation with Mike Farley about using Bluetooth trackers to find all those things that I constantly lose. All on today's Smart Home Show. Stay tuned. Hey everyone, Mike Wolf here. Welcome to the Smart Home Show. We are heading into CES in a few weeks, but we did see Bluetooth 5 finally come out. Four times the range, twice the speed, as well as enhanced broadcast capabilities. That last part is important. I don't know if you remember, we probably talked about this uh, earlier this year when they first announced Bluetooth 5, but this ability to do contactless broadcasting and beacons using Bluetooth 5 is interesting because without having to have an app downloaded on a certain device like an appliance, uh, there's a good chance that in the future, your device will be able to send notifications via Bluetooth 5 technology to your phone saying, hey, I need to be fixed. You need to order something. So I think that's an interesting development. Of course, longer range is important. You know, if you look at Bluetooth 5 now, it has range that's as, as long or actually longer than most other wireless technologies in the home, including Wi-Fi, at least from a spec standpoint, certainly longer than Z-Wave and Zigbee. It doesn't have mesh yet, though. That was kind of the big void, the big missing piece from the announcement this week. But Bluetooth SIG told me that that will be coming early next year. So mesh is coming. I think mesh is important because Bluetooth 5 is technology that will go ultimately into a lot of devices. But even moving forward in the next couple of years, a lot of devices won't be Bluetooth 5 compatible uh, because they'll, they won't have the power. They won't have the, the battery to do Bluetooth 5. So mesh becomes really important there. So I think Mesh, hopefully coupled with Bluetooth 5, will make for a more interesting Bluetooth smart home next year and the next couple of years. Another interesting piece of news last week, really wasn't Bluetooth, but it was it kind of blew my mind. I think it blew a lot of people's minds was this Amazon Go announcement. Did you see that video? It was kind of insane. Amazon rolled out a concept. They had a video that was kind of mesmerizing where people would just walk into a grocery store, pick up what they wanted to walk out. And, and Amazon said, well, this is based on our just pick up and go technology or Amazon called uh, the technology just walk out technology using AI sensor fusion, they called it, as well as learning algorithms. Basically, it's this idea that you can use all these technologies, IoT technologies, machine learning, cameras with facial recognition to get rid of the cashier. You can just walk in and walk out of a store. I think that's pretty cool. You combine that with what they're doing with Amazon Dash, and you could kind of see the big picture for what Amazon's trying to do with regards to their grocery strategy. Amazon Dash for the boring, more commodity stuff in the middle, the dry goods, the packaged goods, and Amazon Go for stuff that's around the perimeter of, of the grocery store, the more the more fresh stuff. Now, some people have said Amazon isn't necessarily planning to roll out Amazon Go on a wide basis. They're just using this as a proof of concept that so maybe other grocery stores can use it. I don't necessarily buy that. I don't think Amazon is going to make this really interesting technology and then just license it to other companies. I don't think that's their style. Now, whether or not Amazon Go works on a wide basis, if you could put that in urban environments and they don't have a high uh, shoplifting rate, they don't have a bunch of people walking in and out without checking in uh, and or faking who they are, uh, that's interesting. Uh, we'll, we'll see if they can do that. 
I have a feeling they could figure that out. But uh, that'll be an interesting one to watch. Not necessarily smart on per se, but I think it's tied and integrated with other strategies where they are doing in-home commerce with their smart home. We do have a guest on today's podcast, Michael Farley of Tile. If you use a Bluetooth tracker, if you use one of those devices that helps you find your keys, find your wallet, find your bike or your car, there's a good chance you're using Tile. They're one of the first ones out there with their Bluetooth trackers. We talked to him about the whole concept of Bluetooth trackers, how they came up with idea, how he came up with idea, and where he sees it going from here. We do have another podcast this week where we focus on home robotics in the smart home. If you haven't already checked out our new site on the future of cooking and the kitchen and the smart home, check out thespoon.tech. I'd appreciate it. Again, go to thespoon.tech. Check that out. If you have any questions for me, uh, want to give me feedback on the podcast, you can find me on Twitter at Michael Wolf. Michael Wolf, no E on that wolf, just like the animal. All right, folks, that's it for now. Let's talk to Mike Farley with Tile. Hey, well, I'm really happy to have Mike Farley, the CEO and founder of Tile, on the podcast today. How are you doing, Mike? Hey, doing great, Mike. Good to be here. You know, I love the idea of Bluetooth trackers, mainly because I lose things a lot. If you ask my wife, I'm always losing my keys, uh, my wallets. And it sounds like, I was reading a little bit about the backstory of the company, your wife had the same problem. She did. She is the master at missing <laughs> and losing stuff. It's it's really a special talent of hers. I, I honestly don't know how she does <laughs> it. It's consistent. But uh, yeah, I mean, she was misplacing all kinds of things, keys, wallets, purses, jackets. She actually lost a rental car uh, at one point. How do, you, like, how do you lose a rental car? That's amazing. She's down in LA with her girlfriend and God knows what they were doing. And, you know, it came time to find the car and they, they had no idea where it was. It took them like half a day to find it. Um, it's Seinfeldian. True story. And, um, you know, but really the aha moment for me came when she lost her mom's ruby ring and she just went into pieces and uh, we raced over to the hair salon. She was at the day before. Uh, we put pictures of this ring on telephone poles. We turned our house upside down uh, and never found the ring. And she went from, you know, stressed out to panicked to frustrated. And finally, she yeah. was just ashamed. And it was so sad and so tough to see. And I wanted to help her out. Being a technologist, put together a prototype and we launched the crowdfunding campaign. And very quickly, we had 50,000 people uh, asking for help, pledging almost $3 million. And that was really the beginning of the company. Which is a great early start. And when was the crowdfunding campaign? That was started June 20th of 2013. Were you guys on Kickstarter or Indiegogo? Uh, not, uh you did independent. Trick question. Not none of the above. Yeah, we were on. We launched on our own website. Uh, it was we used the open source platform called Self Starter. Uh, is that the Lockatron platform or is that? Yeah, very. Yep. I'm impressed. I'm old school smart home, my friend. That's impressive. Yep, we knew the Lockatron guys, and they told us their story about trying to get on Kickstarter. It didn't work so well, and we were like, you know, we want to be in control of our own destiny. Don't want to get shut down on the day the day that we're launching our site, and uh, so we went the the uh, self starter route. Well, being an old smart home guy, shame on me for not including the Lockatron option in the test I gave you. So it's kind of my own fault. <laughs> <laughs> so fifty thousand people jumped in, three million. That's a great start. And from there, uh, from the time the campaign is over uh, to the time of shipping those first products, how long did that take? So campaign ended July 23rd. We started shipping product in late May, uh, late May, early June. They started going out. So what's that, you know, 10 months, which is good. You know, what now in crowdfunding uh, time, like a lot of times it's years and years. So I think that's great. Um, yeah. and that was the start of the company. 
That was essentially what became the Tile One, right? Yep, that was the Tile. Uh, yeah, the original tile, tile, and then ended up being, you know, in retrospect, Tile Gen One. And then about a year afterwards, in July of of the following year, which was July of 2015, we launched uh, Tile Gen Two. Looked exactly the same, um, but we made the audio three times louder, and we also added the ability to ring your phone from your tile by double tapping on that E, which was a button in that original tile. I love the idea that's louder, and I like the fact you could go both ways. I also like the idea of the slim because I actually lose my wallet more <laughs> than I lose yep. my keys, and so you guys actually came out with the slim f- more recently. That was this year, correct? That's it. Yeah. So it was last summer we launched Tile Slim and yeah, hit it on the money. It's for slim things. It's perfect for your wallet. Uh, also great. I, I love my Kindle. I've got one stuck to the back of my Kindle. You can put it on a passport. Uh, I have one on my laptop. Everyone at the company has one on their laptop. We've had a number of laptops stolen. Uh, so it's really great for those areas where, you know, kind of the area isn't in high demand, but the thickness is. Um, whereas, and then later in the year, about a couple months ago, we launched Tile Mate, which is really the next version of the original tile. It goes on your keys. It's right. got the hole in it and you can attach it to, to anything. And it's just generally volumetrically smaller. It's the volumetrically smallest option that we have to keep track of your stuff. So. It's right. A, and the whole to uh, me is like just, it's such a simple idea, but like kind of no doubt why <laughs> we need it on our keys. Yep. Exactly. And it's, and it's actually 25% volumetrically smaller than the original tile in, in the Gen 2 tile. So let's talk a little bit about the range on these things. You guys are a Bluetooth tracker. Um, this, the, this week we had the news, uh, of Bluetooth 5 coming out, you know, up to four times the range. I would imagine that's relevant for you guys. Cause I think one of the, the, obviously when you're tracking something, uh, the further you could track things, the better. So, uh, at some point, are, is this something you guys are excited about? Look, we're, we're always excited about these new technologies because they're just, they're always improving, right? Um, however, you know, the Bluetooth organization is doing a, their marketing team is doing a great job here. Um, this is a pretty simplified message. Um, it's going to require extra battery to transmit at those longer ranges. Uh, I mean, there's just physics involved here. Yeah, yeah. So nothing's free. Um, however, you know, I'm sure they are working on general battery savings. So, um, there's a good chance that we'll be able to get longer range. Uh, just due to the improvements that they've made to the spec, it's going to be more efficient and uh, the chips are just constantly getting better. So, but you know, as far as longer range, absolutely. We love uh, the concept of longer range and we love seeing these wireless technologies get better. You bring up a great point though. So when we talk about the, the trade-offs you make, um, obviously longer range requires bigger battery. You guys are all about miniaturization. And I go back and uh, when you start talking about that Ruby ring, your your wife lost. I, I started to think at some point, could we actually have trackers that are so small they go on things like rings? So I'd love to hear your thoughts of like how far can we go with this with the tracker concept? You've teed me up perfectly here, Mike. So thank you. <laughs> we did um, not prearrange that. It's just a I'm thought not- I had. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, look, my view of the world as we move forward is that everything that is mobile is going to have what I call smart location built right into it. Um, so we're going to know where all of our things are. Uh, we're not going to be hunting them down like we do. You know, everyone knows hunting down the remote control 
that is in, in your keys, that's going to be a thing of the past. Um, the average person actually spends 10 minutes a day looking for misplaced stuff. That means you and I and all you listeners out there, we're going to spend a full year of our lives looking for misplaced stuff, a full year of our lives. That means the American working population will spend 850,000 years this year and every year moving forward looking for stuff. And that's the equivalent of $344 of GDP lost. And it's insane. And it's, and it's, we, most people, adults just see it as a way, a, a fact of life. We lose stuff. We have to look for it. But when you start getting used to tile, you, you know, most people start asking themselves, is that really the way it has to be? So you guys are definitely thinking about ways in which you can make us more. What are some of the technologies? I mean, how do, cause you obviously can't put a Bluetooth radio on a ring, <laughs> but like, what can you do if you, if you know more generally think about how we could track all the different things in our lives, things like jewelry, things that are very small? Well, look, this is, this is what tile is all about is really building the technology and the infrastructure to make it possible to track everything. Um, that's what our network is all about, right? Uh, our, our every single, for all the listeners that aren't super familiar with Tile, uh, every single app that's out there running can anonymously update the location of everyone else's Tile. So every additional app user makes our product more powerful. And uh, that is, that's massive, right? So as this really gains traction, uh, the range effectively comes limitless, becomes limitless. And it also, the, as Bluetooth or whatever the wireless technology of the future becomes uh, less and less power hungry, and you know, hopefully we'll get some innovations on the battery technology sometime soon, um, you know, I believe it will be feasible to get a solution like Tile right into a ring. I don't know what the term you call for, like the crowdsourced information that model that you build, I think is fascinating. Um, we I call think it the Tile community. Tile community. Uh, I like to call some more nerdy. I'm an analyst, right? But I think that's really uh, interesting. But, but at some point, does that, I guess, eliminate the need for longer range radios? Because one of the things that I think is valuable, we started talking talk about tracking things. You also have, for example, with dogs, you have the GPS-based tracker uh, dog collars, which I think is hugely valuable. My dog gets out. Have you guys thought about longer ranges or do you think that's unnecessary using your model or do you think at some point you guys would come out with a GPS-based tracker? I think eventually once our network is fully built out, the range won't really big be as big of a difference. And again, you know, it's there's some general just basic physics involved here. Um, so, you know, but the network is critical. Uh, as for the the trackers that use cell connectivity and GPS, uh, I think they're they're great products uh, for people that really need to keep track of their you know pet or whatever for a certain period of time, a short period of time. Like you're going on a trip and you got a couple of days, you're like, okay, I gotta keep track of my pet. Um, but cell the cell networks these days they just they consume way too much power. Um, so it doesn't become feasible to create a product like Tile that is going to last for a full year. We guarantee Tile lasts for a year. Guaranteed. If your Tile doesn't last for a year, we'll send you a new one. Period. No other, no other Bluetooth tracker guarantees that their product lasts a year without recharging or replacing a battery or anything. We guarantee it. 
And we think that's really, really important because at the end of the day, people buy tile to find their stuff. Like I buy a tile or someone else buys a tile. They put it on. I was saying you probably get them for free. I hope you get them for free. (laughs) (laughs) Do you charge your wife for them, by the way? Uh, we have a lot of we have a lot of tiles, Mike. Well, if she's losing them all the time. You might want to charge her after a while. <laughs> we should, we should. I'll talk to her about that this weekend. Don't mention my name. I don't get in trouble. But <laughs> as people buy them, you, you guarantee that they last a year. But mm-hmm. I'd, I'd be curious how many people, once they kind of run that year out, come back and replace. Look, we we have a very uh, passionate base of people uh, that are using our products. I mean, we hear on a regular basis from people that we have changed their lives. Um, we hear from people that uh, we've saved their marriage. And uh, it, it may sound, you know, kind of silly to some people, and I'm sure some of the listeners are probably chuckling right now. But, uh, you know, just this morning during our all-hands meeting on Friday, we had uh, a story read out, and it was a gentleman that is almost uh, – I think he has a he has a little bit of his hearing, like fifteen percent of his hearing, and he's got these five thousand dollar pretty large um, hearing aids, and they go in this little pouch, and um, you know he was tired of misplacing them and losing them, and obviously five thousand bucks is a lot of money for most most Americans. He put a tile on there, and he actually left them at the movie theater, and he was able to get them back um, by himself, right? And, and kind of the cute part of this story is that, you know, most people use their tile to find their items uh, by sound. Uh, but our tile user here can, uh, can't hear so well. So you would think that maybe he would ring it and his wife would go find it, but he doesn't, right? This is about taking kind of control back. And, and this is why tile changes your life. When you are a person that misplaces stuff a lot and you're asking people to help, you know, this is one place where you can kind of, you can get back in control and you can go and find your stuff without relying on other people. So he actually uses the proximity detector in the tile app to see which rooms they aren't in and which room it is in. And then he hones in on it and he finds it himself. I, I actually think, you know, of all the connected things that make our lives bring utility to our lives, you know, trackers, are, I think one of those things that are way up there, um, you know, I use the GPS on my phone more than any other app because I'm directionally challenged. It drives my wife crazy. She could just find her place, find her way places. <laughs> uh, but like GPS is that thing that, that brings that superpower to me in a way. I also lose things. So trackers kind of help you help me in that regard. So I, I totally think that there is a utility where technology can completely shore up a, a real weakness for people like that. I mean, obviously, I agree 100%. Uh, that's 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 what we're here to do here at Tile. And uh, location is just a fundamental part of our world, right? We need to know where things are. And uh, knowing, yeah, well, exactly that. We need to know where our things are. And that's, uh, that's really fundamentally what Tile is after and what we do. I'd be interested to see, you know, in terms of like how big your network is. I don't know if you can release data on that, but I mean, any sort of kind of stats around how fast it's growing? Because like you said, once you reach scale, it, it starts to become irrelevant about the distance of the sensors or, or the radios. Um, how, are, how are you guys in terms of building out the network? How big is it getting? Look, we're finding over half a million things every single day. Um and, you know, we have all kinds of amazing stories. Uh, like, I'll, I'll give you one story. Deborah in Phoenix is a tile user. And uh, she had her bike stolen. 
fortunately, she had a tile on it. So when she realized it was missing, she marked it as lost in the app. And very soon afterwards, she got a notification uh, letting her know that it was found by the tile community. So she called up the police who headed over to the address. And when they got there, they found a garage full of stolen bicycles. <laughs> so bike found. But the funny part yep. of the story is that the thief himself was actually running the tile app. <laughs> Are you he, sure? Yeah. So he had he, t- he had tile. That's great. Yeah. He was pinging uh, our servers with the location of Deborah's bike every time he walked into his garage. Um, so he wins the uh, Tile Darwin of the Year award. That's fantastic. So I, you know, even big things, right? So you could have tiles in your car um, if you live in a high kind of high theft neighborhood. Um, and if the network is kind of working, if there's like another tile user around, what you're saying is like it could possibly help track that. Well, absolutely. We've, we've found several stolen cars, uh, stolen motorcycles. We found a VW bus in Amsterdam. Just off the top of my head, we found uh, a stolen car here in the Bay Area in Richmond. A woman's car was stolen in Marin County, found in Richmond uh, over near Oakland. And then uh, also a gentleman had his motorcycle stolen and was found in Chinatown in San Francisco. So, uh, you know, this is happening all the time. All the time. So the network is in, in full full action. Ring is one of the best advertisers in the Smyrno space because they have those videos of the guys coming up and knocking on the door, <laughs> casing the house. Now, you guys quite, don't quite have the videos, but you have the stories. And I think those are powerful stories to tell people. Absolutely. Yeah, I was just with Jamie uh, the other day at uh, Target uh, Internet of Things Open House, which is a really cool place if you ever get into San Francisco. I did a podcast the- there. Oh, nice. Yeah. Place it's, is awesome. It's like a, it sounds like a smart home brat pack though. You hanging out with Jamie and uh, just kind of, maybe it's internet, internet of things brat pack. But no, I mean, I love what Jamie's doing. And actually that was the first time we hung out, but it was interesting to see how uh, like-minded we are with solving problems. I mean, it comes down to the problem and he really, uh, he's, he's solving a real problem. Right. And he's also kind of taking it, the next mile, right, with not just being able to hear the doorbell from wherever you are in the house, but, you know, really going after security and privacy and people keeping people's houses and, and families safe. You know, what's next here? I mean, I think I think this is a high utility type of category. I, what I love about it is it's it's also low cost. It's a nice low entry point for people. Um, so I think those are kind of the ingredients for me for for volume. So and making making it like a really viable category. What's next for you guys in terms of maybe evolving the platform, maybe products? Can you give us any hint? Well, earlier this year we launched the Tile Smart Location platform, and this is all about pow- allowing other companies to power their products with Tile Smart Location. So, you know, for instance, uh, one of the one of the recent events was Apple launched their iPhone Seven and the Apple AirPods. And everyone was, uh, you know, talking about it. But instead of talking about the beautiful new phone, they were all talking about two things. One, did Apple, Apple, did you seriously just take away the headphone jack? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and two, how on earth do you expect me to keep track of these AirPods? Um, I mean, Twitter blew up. Everyone was complaining about losing their AirPods. Conan O'Brien actually did an entire skit on it. Um, that's never good. No, that's not good. <laughs> and... Um, you know, so that's exactly what the Tile Smart Location platform is out to solve. With a small software update to the Apple AirPods, we can add Tile Smart Location right into them. Have you had that meeting we, yet? 
Tim Cook has not taken that meeting yet. Um, if you've got a connection to him, you know, just let him know. Shoot me a note. I'll maybe he may, I'll he may listen to the podcast. I can't guarantee that. But. <laughs> Tim, if you're out there, call yeah. me. Um, but uh, you know, there's a lot of products. Everything is getting detached. Everything is going wireless, and uh, you know, people need a hand here. Our lives are not getting less complicated. They're getting more complicated. And uh, I think that 10 minutes a day number is, you know, unfortunately probably going up without a solution like Tile getting built into everything. And, and that's when I look out into the future, that's where I see uh, the big play is getting our technology built into many, many other people's products. And uh, in addition to continuing to move the ball forward with our consumer electronics products and uh, that that people can, quote, kind of retrofit their their products uh, with smart location. And if people want to check out Tile, they could go to the tileapp.com, correct? Oh, yeah. And you should go there immediately. It's a <laughs> phenomenal place. Hey, Mike, thanks for spending time with me, man. Thank you, Mike. Really appreciate it. Well, I hope you enjoyed that. If you lose stuff constantly, you might want to get a Bluetooth tracker. You might want to get a Tile. Thanks, Mike, for coming on the show. As always, you can find more Smart Home Shows at technology.fm. Do me a favor, give us a rating in iTunes if you haven't done it already. Also, check out our site, thespoon.tech, for articles on things like Amazon Go and many other interesting topics. All right, folks, have a great week. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs>